Ladies and gentlemen, I know what the future brings for the next 12 months because I've got 2020 vision. So this is a Fred the Alien Productions <laughs> podcast. <laughs> do you? Do you really? Yeah, I'm psychic all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> also, I wear glasses. Yes. <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, Doc, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello, <laughs> oh, that vision never fails, Kendall. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Welcome to the show. I am a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Cantarmaggio. And you are currently experiencing a podcast called Friends. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2020. Roaring 20s. We're in the yes. Roaring 20s yeah. now. Your favorite era, Fulia. Yeah. Yes. We expect you to be dressed up to the nines now. We do. <laughs> No pressure. Now I've got to find a wardrobe. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it because I have 2020 vision. Yes. Your per- birthday party this year is going to be a Gatsby event. Hey. Like no other. Mm. Even Leonardo DiCaprio will be there. Wow. Oh, well, that that makes me very excited if that's the case. I can guarantee you also, Kendall, that if uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is rocking up to Fulvia's birthday party, no one else is invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't need to be psychic to work that one out, though. Hi, Leo. You're on my... Not touche. No. Touche. Yes, so it is 2020. It's a new year here for everyone, especially us at the Fred Shed. Yeah. Um, It's good to be back, though. Yay! So many exciting things. So many exciting things on the horizon. Mm. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yes. Um, But before we look ahead Mm -hmm. to what we've got in store for you guys today, let's rewind rewind a second. And just quickly talk about some highlights we all had over the holiday season with our Christmas and yeah. New Year. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Yeah, well, look, I had a lovely Christmas. Um, you know, did my did my family thing. Yes. So went over to my aunt's for Christmas lunch, which was lovely. Nice, nice. My sister hosted Christmas dinner. Nice. I did not have to cook. Oh, great. <laughs> didn't have to lift a finger. Didn't have to do anything. Wow. So Christmas Day, Boxing Day, we were sorted. Nice. And leftovers look after you for a while they as do. well. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so working in retail, work is always a bit, you know, cray cray. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's yeah. how we love it. It is. We love it. We uh, have it any other way. Yeah, look, calming down now that we're already in January. Yes. Um, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Need I, a little break. <laughs> absolutely. Perfectly okay with yes. that. It's been it's been a nice little restful period, mm. uh, despite work being crazy and Look, I've, I've got a show on in two weeks. You do? So, yeah. It's, yeah, and that's been in the, the back of my mind. Uh, yeah, so of course. That's all, I'll, that's all that I'll be about for the next month. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. How about yourself, Julia? Well, I had a lovely Christmas holiday. I got a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's nice and short It now. looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I spent Christmas with Alex and her family as per usual. Yes. I've been going to her Christmas family lunches for the last, I'd say, three or four years now. Yeah. That's and good. it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it always it ends up with full bellies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the way to do it. Yes. 
Um, what else have we been up to? So I've, I've been catching up with a lot of people um, over the, the Christmas break. So, you know, um, and um, yeah, worked my last shift for um, for 2019 at the basketball, which was fun. Um, went to see Star Wars. Yeah. Finally. Finally. <laughs> yes. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Good. So good. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, for New Year's, I went up to, I drove up to uh, Warrnambool. Oh. Spent some time with my good friend, Rhiannon. Nice. Um, who was house sitting her parents' house while they were away on holidays. <laughs> Um, when the focus were away, <laughs> doesn't matter how old you yeah, are. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, and nice. what was and what was nice about it is that she um, she was happy to just be you know lazy at home, and we bonded over a show, Lucifer. Yay! <laughs> Cheerful. We, on, <laughs> on New Year's Day, we we were like, I don't know what's gonna, we don't know what's gonna be open. Is there anything really we could do? Yeah. So we decided to just be lazy bums on the New Year's Day and just sat around at home and we binge watched the first season of Lucifer. Wow. <laughs> So good. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, yeah, and she has a cute little ginger cat. And it, 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 by, by, the, by the time I had to leave, it actually got used to me. Um, there were a couple of nights where I left the bedroom door ajar and he would, uh, sorry, she would um, come in, jump on the bed, jump on the bed that I was sleeping in, which for the first time that happened, that freaked the, <laughs> scared the crap out of me. I was just like, oh. I, I literally jolted up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold on a second. It's just a cat. It's fine. We all, Go remem- back to sleep. <laughs> we all remember our first time <laughs> when yes. we were jumped by a cat. Yes, I do. It's funny how it just becomes second nature. You feel something like heavy yeah. leap on your bed. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's another day. <laughs> yeah. I'm, but I'm not used to that because no. I don't own a cat. So having a cat jump up, (laughs) having a cat jump up on the, on the bed when you're trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden you just feel these little paws and this small amount of weight on your legs. I'm like, holy crap. What's, oh, hold on. It's a cat. (laughs) And it happened a couple of times and it started warming up uh, to me on the couch when we were just watching TV and it would curl curl up next to my, my leg on the couch. And it was really cool. And most of the time he would stare at me. Yeah. Like, who are you? What are you doing here? (laughs) The best one thing. Yes. (laughs) They really are. Yes. But what's funny, what's funny about her cat is she calls it her, her little butthole because every time she, cause she like, cause um, Rhiannon likes to sit on the, lie down on the floor while she's watching TV. And, um, most of the time the cat will come up and rub its butt in her face <laughs> and it's like look it's my little butthole <laughs> that's so gross <laughs> but she tried to always turn her around but again just always reverses back <laughs> and it's really cute and funny and that's yeah so I think that was that was a lot of fun got to do a little um, Harry Potter photo shoot with her oh um, yeah out I in the, to ask out in a little bushland um, which was a lot of fun. Was so, it cool? uh, yeah, it was really interesting. It, it uh, allowed me to get back into my photography creative creations because I, I haven't I haven't really done anything like that hmm. like ever, and I like taking photos. Yeah. So this was a good way to sort of 
inspire me a little bit more. Good. Yeah. So uh, now I've got all the photos at home. I'm just going to dump it on the, the computer at some point and just start playing around in Photoshop. Yeah, and good see call. what I can come up with. Good on you. So it should be good. <laughs> that's really cool. That, that's pretty much been uh, my... Um, Oh, yeah, and I also went cherry picking on Saturday. Yes. Which was a lot of fun mm. because it's our, it's um, the best friends. Yeah. Marie, Alex, and myself. Every year, it's our annual tradition to go cherry picking after Christmas. Love yes. it. And we were just in time because uh, Sunday was the last day. Oh, good. <laughs> for cherry picking. Nice. <laughs> but, nice. yes. Um, yeah. Just, just made it. Just mm. made it. We, we were like thinking, is it, is it still going to be open by the time we get there? And we didn't even check on one as we were driving there. <laughs> and we're like, oh, that's all right. Even if we did get there and it was closed, at least it would have been a nice little drive. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, and we were actually contemplating going on uh, on Monday. Right. And we were like, okay, well, we're glad we didn't go Monday. <laughs> nice one. Thank goodness it worked out. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been my um, my my holidays. Lovely. How about yes. you, Kendall? Me. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Christmas, yes, I oh, thank goodness for the first time, and I can't remember, had Christmas Eve off. Wow. Nice. Um, and as someone like me that's been in retail for, uh, I've just realized... Uh, Coming up on probably half of my life yeah. <laughs> now because of how old I am. Um, but, you know, I, it's a very rare thing. Yeah. Uh, and But I'm very, very, very grateful that it just worked out that way. So I got to go to Bendigo early instead of, you know, going up for a day and coming back. It was, you know, an extra half a day. I got to, you know, and my brother came with me. We coupled together Cute. for the first time <laughs> uh, going up to Bendigo. So that was really nice um, getting to spend time with him and mum and dad as well. Mum went all out as she always does every year and cooked a massive spread for us all. And it was delicious. And um, God, what else did she, she cooked for the first time? She cooked a... a trifle i think yeah um chocolate trifle oh, and she was so worried about how it was going to turn out but we had it and we couldn't finish it, it was so good we were, <laughs> it was so rich and yeah she, oh, wow. she, she made that she made pavlova and she made oh, chocolate ripple cake for yeah. oh, I love chocolate ripple. oh my god <laughs> she's she's amazing yeah i think um, my, my favorite dessert during uh, christmas lunch is having the pudding mm. yeah the, the christmas pudding because i traditionally we we like my family doesn't celebrate christmas yeah. so the first time i had the the christmas pudding Pudding, I was just like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Drown yeah. <laughs> it in custard, and I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, the custard is the best. <laughs> um, so it was very nice. It was very warm in Bendigo while mm. we were up there. Um, so mum and dad brought out the inflatable pool, and we were yeah, uh, the sitting in there, <laughs> yeah. and, um, drink, drinking champers, and mm. you know, just relaxing, talk, talking shit, and yeah, having a good time. It was. I had a lovely. It was a lovely Christmas. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah really lovely. Um, so that was wonderful, and then. And yeah, I did a 10 hour shift on Boxing Day and somehow I'm still alive. Yeah. Um, but no, it went really quick. So thank goodness for that. But it was all very productive and uh, very profitable. That's <laughs> yeah. good. As, as it always is. I love a profitable season. It's like, I'm still employed. Yes, I get to keep my job. Yay. Yay. Uh, yeah, so that was really great. And then New Year's was a lot of fun. Uh, I went to an 80s themed party. Of course you did. It was so good. I'm so glad I did it. Even though I had to pay a little, little bit for the ticket because um, it was in Docklands at a, ah, at a venue. Of course. Yeah. Um, but all drinks and food were included, oh, and there's nice. a DJ just playing.
playing nothing but 80s tunes. Literally, the second song he played was Billie Jean. Hey. Nobody was dancing. Uh, I get up, Billie Jean comes on, I moonwalk onto the dance nice. floor. Nice! Everybody starts. <laughs> hey. I was like, yes! You're the party starter. I was. I was, <laughs> so, I was so proud of it. Uh, yeah, so I, I had so much fun. Um, I dressed up as like a 80s glam rocker sort of thing. Wow, gorgeous. Um, which was really cool. And two of my friends dre- dressed up as fitness instructors. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends even shaved his beard to give a handlebar mustache. <laughs> oh, that's commitment. Absolutely yeah. commitment. Uh, Anyone had, with giant shoulder pads? Well, my jacket sort of had shoulder pads in it. Not big, but yeah. little ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, but then we had one of my other friends was sort of Stranger Things aesthetic oh, cute. going on. And then the other one was Flashdance. Flashdance. Uh, but yeah, we had so much fun. And then, uh, yeah, that's uh, since then I've basically just been working and, you know, watching lots of movies and TV shows. So mm-hmm. of, some of which I'm going to talk about later. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a lovely holiday break. So yes. Yes. hope all you guys listening had a wonderful and safe holiday season. Absolutely. Because we all did, which was lovely to hear. Yes. yes. Thank Good goodness. Been lots yeah. of fun. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So now I think if that is that, yeah. shall we move on into, uh, well, I guess the most recent week that was <laughs> in the nerdy news. Woo. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time, and boy, do we have some really cool things to kick off 2020 yeah. and the new decade, even. Yeah. Um, so let's start with some Marvel news. The big news item in regards to Marvel Studios this week was the announcement uh, that WandaVision, the upcoming Scarlet Witch and Vision TV show on Disney Plus, has been moved from 2021 forward to 2020. Yay! Uh, so it will be coming out sometime later this year, mm-hmm. which is very, very exciting. They are in production at the moment yeah um it wasn't an official announcement of sorts from disney it was basically just they did a little cheeky thing they snuck it into their uh promotion reel of things to look forward to in 2020 from disney plus (laughs) um they just casually dropped that bomb that's cool yes very subtle very very nice but that's cool too for marvel fans as well because uh as it stood before that we were only getting three new marvel properties this year two films and one tv show Mm -hmm. um so now we're getting two and two um um, oh, and nice. then next year we're still getting a bajillion things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do that, but it's going to be awesome regardless. Um, next up we have Ryan Reynolds, the man himself, uh, let the world know that Marvel Studios is officially working on Deadpool 3 with him. Mm. <laughs> so Deadpool will be getting introduced into the MCU at some point during phase four, phase five. So there's some exciting things to look forward to. And now that we have Spider-Man still sticking around, (laughs) people like to pair Spider-Man and Deadpool in some fashion. And there's been comics about them. And so I'm, I'm keen to see some of that. Yeah. Some Wade and Peter action, please. It's going to be hilarious. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I think because a lot of stuff would, you know, go over Peter's head really. Yeah. (laughs) More than a millennial. Yes. (laughs) But uh, nevertheless, whoever we see Wade interacting with, it's going to be hysterical and action packed. Yeah. Who would you want him to see interact with the most? (sighs) I'm calling it Star-Lord. 
Starlord. <laughs> Starlord would be pretty good. I love those two. Yeah. Um, to, or, to interact. Or, or Drax. Yeah. Or Nebula. <laughs> the Guardians. Yeah. Like, I think would be hysterical. Oh, Drax would be hilarious because, like, just everything over his head. Yes. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, I think maybe uh, Peter Parker and, and Wade Wilson would interact very well considering how... Uh, like meta waders mm-hmm. and referencing everything yeah. and how Peter Parker likes to make movies, movie references. Yeah. Like, yeah. Remember this old movie aliens? Like, you know, that whole yeah. thing. Like I he likes to him. do <laughs> <laughs> that. For, and every time I hear it, do you remember how it's like that really old movie, you know, the empire strikes back. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> no, yeah, I love that though, because then you get the dialogue from, from, um, war machine yeah. going, going like, where did you get this kid? And then Tony Stark's like, I don't know. I didn't carbon date it. <laughs> it's so good. But I hate it when people I'm, I know, say, say is old. that movies that were made in my lifetime are, are old. old. I get yes. you. I feel you don't want Casablanca worry. is old. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I get it. Okay. Just as a sidebar, I, I, I get that a lot at work. Uh, yeah. Something... It, I've had people call things from like 2005 old. Oh, and did you, do you bitch slap them promptly? I, in my head, I do. Yes. <laughs> but all in a good, fun, loving way. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> a manner that keeps you employed. Yes. Exactly right. Please. I love my job. Um, okay. So moving out of the MCU, but I guess it's now really all officially all MCU because there's a new X-Men movie coming, people. The long forgotten the new mutants yes. that was supposed to come out about three years ago, three, yeah. two, three years ago now. No, it yeah, was I think closer that to sounds three. about right. Feels, yeah. And to be honest, if you said longer, I'd believe you. Yeah. <laughs> it feels that long. Absolutely. Mm. Unfortunately, the film did suffer a lot of pre-production and slash post-production troubles. Yeah. Um, but uh, good news for fans that were hanging out for it because, you know, there was a trailer that was dropped uh, back. I'm pretty sure maybe it was Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con or something. Um, but, yeah, we're actually getting the movie finally. Yep. It's going to be releasing this April. Mm. Um, and it is going to be the original cut. So it really kind of begs the question what happened yeah. in this production because it looks like maybe the rumors, the talk of reshoots, extensive reshoots and rewrites and all of this stuff may not have actually happened because yeah. the director, Josh Boone, um, he's started promoting it on his social media and a fan asked him, what's, is it going to be the cut, this cut of the film? Is it going to be your original cut? Yeah. From, you know, like 2017 or whatever. And he said, yes, otherwise I wouldn't be promoting it. I wonder so, how it will be because you know what? Like, in the manner of CGI, for example, two years is a long time. Yeah. And straight away, it can all look dated. Oh, for sure. So you would yeah. hope that the CGI, if anything fresh was put on it, it would be updating its CGI. Yes. Because uh, you just have anything sit on the shelf for over a year and it's special effects heavy. Yeah. It's it's already dead, buried, and laughable. Well, unless really. you're unless you're cats, and then you don't you don't really need that long. <laughs> no, before you you, they get they send yeah. you new versions. It, it sits on a, it sits for a minute. Yes, and out you go. Out you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um. So and especially because it's an X Men uh, property. Yes. There's obviously a lot of effects involved with those kinds of characters. Yeah, absolutely, um, and a strong fan base as well who have sure. an expectation. For sure. Yeah, since Brian Singer mm. introduced us to the X Men on the big screen, really. Absolutely. 20 years ago yes it's you know and that movie was amazing and yep. you know what holds up really well it does so it any does. anything any new title 
in the franchise or, or with those mm. bad boys and girls is yes. much as expected. Absolutely. Yeah. So yes. I hope I hope for the director's sake, New Mutants actually like is the story he wanted to tell. Absolutely. And it's it hold like it looks good too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I really hope so, and especially because it's got a wonderful cast led by two wonderful uh, young actresses, uh, Anya Taylor Joy and mm. um, Maisie Williams. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see what they can bring to these characters. Yeah. So we will find out in April. Moving over, crossing the pond to DC now um, for one little tidbit on Birds of Prey, which is releasing next month, mm. which is super exciting. Um, Margot Robbie, uh, not officially quoted, but did mention online uh, during an interview that um, I don't I know that sounds convoluted but it's what I read <laughs> um, she said that Jared Leto's Joker will not be making an appearance in Birds right. of Prey even though this is a sequel to Suicide Squad mm. um, and directly follows her her character Harley Quinn a story from that film um, they're in the trailer obviously that we've seen for those who've seen the trailer there is a shot of like her throwing darts or knives at a picture of Joker right her Mr. J, um, because they've broken up. And she even says in the trailer, yeah. we broke up. Um, now, yeah, there's been a lot of speculation as to whether or not Jared Leto would appear mm-hmm. in the film. And at one point, I think he actually was supposed to be in it um, in an earlier version of the film. But then <laughs> they just keep cutting him out, don't they? They do. And yeah. I hate it. I hate it too. Because it's such a waste of potential. I like his Joker. I do. I like his joke. I do. I, I would have loved to have seen him back again. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Saying, yeah. I feel like they should have given him a second chance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. should have. But, well, this is the way it's gone. Um, yeah, so no, not even a little cameo. Yeah. Or he'll be mentioned, obviously, in yes. the film. But as Impossible we know. not to be real. Uh, yeah. yeah, really. But, um, no, he will not be mm. in the movie. Um, moving on to some quick Star Wars news. This is very, very, very exciting. The Mandalorian mm. is already officially been confirmed for season two uh and it will be coming out in spring this year uh which is you know autumn for those in the northern hemisphere yeah because of the way that works uh yeah season one only just finished last week Mm. fan freaking tastic loved it kendall man baby yoda i just i can't i cannot even with that little thing literally the best baby yoda moment of the entire show happened in the last episode nice. at least at least for my money it yeah. was um but and also the last episode in my in my opinion was the best of the entire eight uh, episode run it's how you want it for me yeah ended and, on a high yeah and taika watiti directed it so okay <laughs> yeah yeah it was so good uh fantastic show if anyone is thinking about Watching The Mandalorian, don't think, just do, because it is definitely worth your time. Um, And then you've got plenty of time anyway between now and later in the year when season two will be dropping on Disney+. Plus. Some horror movie news now. There is a new Evil Dead film in the works. Uh, No news as to what kind of continuity it's finding its way into or coming out from or any of that, whether it's going to be a sequel to the 2013 reboot or Mm. if it's going to be connected to the original run of films. Um, Sam Raimi at the moment is busy promoting um, the remake or the reboot of The Grudge. Right. That's just coming out. Um, That's getting bad reviews apparently, which makes me very, very sad because the trailer looked really awesome. Yeah. But I digress. I'm sure that's that's a fun movie. (laughs) Are you looking forward to The Grudge fully? Yeah. I'm sorry, no. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that's fine I don't blame <laughs> um, but yes he's out promoting that movie because he's a producer on it and um, he mentioned that 
He and the unnamed, sorry, unnamed filmmaker, um, he won't say who it is, a young filmmaker, are working on uh, an Evil Dead remake or reboot or or movie, I should just say. And uh, Sam Raimi won't direct it. The only way he is going to ever get back to directing it is if he can convince Bruce Campbell, who played the the iconic Ash uh, yeah. from the original films and the TV series Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. If he comes out of retirement from that character to play in this movie, then Sam Raimi is in to direct. So, Fulia, have you read the Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash comic books at all? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I was just asking. Don't expect me to know anything about horror. <laughs> okay. Well, see, that's the interesting thing about Evil Dead is that literally the first... First Evil Dead film is is a horror. Mm. Like it's supposed to be serious horror. And then two and three are just fun, silly, weird shit. Yeah. But they're but they're creepy, a little scary, but like they're not really. They're fully mm. almost satire. Yeah. And the first one was made while Sam Raimi was at uni. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so impressive. And it, and it looks it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it looks it. But it came out in what, like the late seventies, early eighties, something yeah. like that? Yeah, it's for its time and yeah. for a, yeah. a uni budgeted film it's pretty oh yeah for for what it was made it's impressive it's a cult classic but but the fact that it's uh i'm not a huge fan of that first movie actually no no i prefer yeah the later ones yeah so number two is pretty good i'd like to revisit it mind you because i feel like i need to give it a better (laughs) a better chance yes uh yeah but uh but we can organize that between you and me later for you if you like Yes. Yeah. And definitely watch the uh, 2013 remake. Okay, I haven't seen that one. It's awesome. It's good? Okay. Genuinely awesome and 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 scary as shit. Yeah. Did you recommend it as well for Leo? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so we don't know yet whether what's going on with this film, but it's in the works and hopefully Bruce Campbell agrees to come back and then Sam Raimi will be back on board too. Do you want Bruce Campbell back for Leo? Helm. No? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> And awkward silence, over. Okay. <laughs> so, and lastly in the nerdy news, we just wanted to give a, a, a shout out to, not that she needs one, to the iconic and incomparable actress that is one Meryl Streep. The Streep. The Streep, yes. indeed. Um, As a great man once called her, overrated. <laughs> wow. Okay. Who called her overrated? President Donald Trump. President. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all think of a few choice words for him, but that's, uh, anyway, that's another podcast. Uh, Actually, there is a hilarious meme. I will source it and get back to you. Okay, please do. That'd be fantastic. But yeah, we just quickly wanted to mention the fact that Meryl Streep actually has recently broken uh, her own record that she set with the Golden Globes, uh, the actress with the most nominations. Wow. Um, This Golden Globes that is happening... uh, well, today, by the time this come, episode comes out, yeah. um, she will be up with her 34th nomination ah, right. for acting. Uh, and that's for film and television. What an incredible achievement. Absolutely. And it, you couldn't really think of anyone else. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like one of my, to make a quick little reference to one of my favorite movies of all time, The First Wives Club, <laughs> there's a lovely scene in that where Bette Midler holds up uh, a Golden Globe, I think, or an Oscar, <laughs> or maybe it's a Golden Globe that Goldie Horn's character won, mm. and then she goes, "Look at this! It says I beat Meryl." <laughs> 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 that movie is twenty-five years old, ladies and gentlemen, and it's still relevant. Well, look, I still have the same the same feelings whenever an awards ceremony, you know, is about to happen, and they release 
the nominations. Uh, I always question when Meryl is not nominated. Yeah. I'm like, that's when I go, where is Meryl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, especially if she's been active. Yeah. Uh, which she generally is. You know, uh, and, look, and, busy and to be perfectly honest, even if she's been asleep for two years, I still expect to get nominated <laughs> for something. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would create a, a new category. Best, yeah. best hibernation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I won't be surprised if... Best hiatus. I, I won't be surprised if in the next, within the next 10, 10 or so years that she gets the um, the Hall of Fame um, or something along those lines yeah. type of award. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure she's already gotten... Um, let me look. I'm just going to do a brief little Google search. I feel like she's already gotten the um, uh, Cecil B. DeMille oh, yeah, uh, award, which is the one that the Hollywood Foreign uh, Press Association, the people behind the Golden Globes, is what they give out mm. um, as an honour. I think Tom Hanks is getting it. This year, mm, worthy um, recipient. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, she got it, the Cecil B. DeMille Award in 2017. Ah, okay. Uh, so three years ago now. Um, yeah, but obviously deserved. But yeah, she give her more accolades, please. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. She, de- she deserves every single one of them. Um, all right, so that's the nerdy news. Uh, I guess that's everything covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shall we proceed? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Oh yeah. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Alrighty, trailer park time. You got your tumbleweeds, got your trailers, got your yeehaws. <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. Um, we've got three trailers as per usual uh which trailer do we all want to talk about first uh we can do them in order do yeah. them on top to bottom yeah all right holy crap the tip for the first impeccable trailer i gotta say for a quiet place part two mm. i was knocked off my like feet like, <laughs> yeah. blown away i am so impressed like just beyond yeah um yeah and but Wayne, you made a very good point. Mm. During this trailer, there's a nice part where it could have just ended and that yeah. would have been all you would have needed. Yeah. And then you'd be like, yes, I'm in. Um, just the way it opens. I'm so... This this is one of my favorite things when, you know, movies that are, you know, set in these worlds we've never seen before. Like, this is such a unique kind of world where, the like, the, the Earth has either been invaded from above or from below they yeah. actually they don't explain it which is gorgeous yeah I like um too. yeah and uh, by these creatures they can you know want to kill you kill you because you're making noise like they're super sensitive right and so just you want to know more you want to know more and the fact that we're going to get to see how things went down mm. like if they do it just right it'll be great if they show too much it'll ruin it mm. so there's got to be a fine there's going to be a fine line to tread with that but mm-hmm. i love the fact that we're going to get to see a glimpse of what life was like before you know the apocalypse essentially uh, and so that opening those opening seconds of the trailer showing things going haywire was just oh it was so well done amazing for me and so well done yeah Visually, just John Krasinski, he directed the first film. He's, he's directed this one again. I think he wrote the script as well. Like, my goodness, he's going to be the next big thing yeah. Yeah. Uh, in filmmaking because this is just wonderful. And then the rest of the trailer just looked so good. We're getting new characters because they're venturing out from the farmhouse now. And, um, you know, Killian Murphy and Jimon Honsu are in this. And I'm, I'm, on, <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah. Give it to me now. 
Fulia, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts considering it's a little more on the horror side, this movie? Um, I haven't seen the first one, obviously, um, uh, the, but I have seen the trailer for it. Um, this particular trailer didn't really didn't really grab me, to be oh. honest. Well, um, I've just like sucked at the dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, I couldn't find a dick to grab. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Stay classy, Kendall. Yeah. Stay classy. <laughs> it's 2020. I don't care anymore. <laughs> you're, well, right. you're welcome. That's that all right. Visual. She's she's the Kevin to my mark. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is true. All right. Um, so I don't know. Like it, the story didn't really interest me, and the fact that it's also horror based, it's yeah, not not for me. No, not your cup of tea at all. No. Okay. That's Did you fine. get any scares out of it, or you just were disengaged? Um, there were a couple of little jump scares in there mm. that did really sort of creature coming out of the bus was I love yeah. that yeah the fact yeah. that you're not even like your your attention is on um on Emily, Emily Blunt yeah. yes. because her face is so intense and you're you're with her and the you're, camera's focused on her you almost don't notice you almost yeah. I literally almost didn't notice until yeah. like the last second you see the leg kind of hanging yeah. out yes. like, oh what a shot I, yeah. that, that was the shot of the trailer for me and for me that's where it should have ended Yes, you like know, you said. Like I would have said. loved that. Yes. Now, I actually haven't seen the first part of this. Shame okay. on me, bad cinephile, I know. No, it's all right. Uh, but in saying that, this really hooked me. And this, if anything, really makes me want to watch the first one even more so that I can move on and move the second one. Yeah. Everything about this trailer in terms of its genre, in terms of its style, in terms of its target audience is absolute perfection. It's yeah. flawless. Yeah. Uh, it didn't actually give away a lot. And I no. thought it would because that scene that we just talked about of the creature coming out of the bus mm-hmm. and it, you know, fades to black. You're like, oh my gosh, yes. And then it continues like, no, I don't want any more. <laughs> don't tell me anymore. That, that was enough. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm yeah, sold. Yeah, yeah. But what it did do was still give me enough, you know, to want more still, which mm-hmm. was hard. It's hard to do yeah. when you think, you know, no, no, it's peaked. And then you're like, okay, now you're just going to show me more stuff and you're going to ruin things for me. No, if anything, it it has me asking more questions. Yeah. Yes. And, definitely. And the stakes are raised at the end. Absolutely. Because that, you know, that one of those closing shots of looking at Baba. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes are high. Yeah, yeah. You know, because our natural instinct is always to protect babies mm-hmm. because we're so vulnerable mm-hmm. in this film. A, natu- a natural instinct is of survival and that does not coincide with having a little baby around. No. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. Fascinating it's stuff. It's absolutely... I, I really can't wait for you to watch the first one. Yeah. I'd love, 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 love to hear your thoughts. Yes. I will put it to the top of my priority list. Do. Yes. Please. <laughs> love, um, love, love this trailer. Love yeah, it. Yeah. It's brilliant. Absolutely. So when are we seeing... A, well, you guys. <laughs> you two are seeing A well, Quiet Place Part 2. Well, I mean, maybe if you watch Part 1, maybe you might... No, you're not going to. No, no. Okay. you could. No, no. Maybe okay. you could do a crossover with your Halloween fan fiction. <laughs> You're not going to give that up, are you? <laughs> well, neither are you, hopefully, because Kendall and I can't wait to read it. No, I yeah. gave that up ages ago, the first time you mentioned it. She left, <laughs> she left it behind in 2019. <laughs> She's on to part two now. Hey. Oh, is this where you're putting the crossover with Ash and Freddie and Jason? <laughs> That's why it's Quiet Place Part 2. It, like, it's, it's connected. Yeah. Release date. It's all connected. When is the movie coming out? Because Michael Sorry. doesn't talk much, so he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet Place Part 2 will be in theatres uh, in the US and the UK on the 20th of March. Mm. Not an Australian date just yet, but it will likely be around the same time. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. 
Good stuff to look forward to. All right, next trailer, Fulia. What yes, is it? it is Downhill. Holy crap, another good trailer <laughs> for my money. I, I actually had no idea this was you know a, a movie that would have that be coming out because I had never even heard about it until we saw the trailer. Um, and it looks funny, but it also looks a teeny bit dramatic. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Probably not a movie I would go and watch in the cinema, but... You don't I, think so? No. Even with Will Ferrell and Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Really, I've never really been a huge Will Ferrell fan, what to about, be honest. What about Julia? You like I've Julia? only seen her in Seinfeld. Okay. <laughs> and I haven't fair seen enough. her since. No, that's fair. So, okay. But do you like her? And Do you like Elaine? She was all right. She was all right. She was my favorite character. I hated her dancing. I love <laughs> that's the whole point I know yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point yeah um, but I don't know probably eventually when it's like available to watch you know on a streaming service or yeah, something like I that I, I, I c- may, may watch it I but. could see this on Stan on Netflix for yeah. sure um, okay fair mm. enough fair enough what about you two well I just wanted to mention that this is actually an American uh, remake of a foreign film oh Called Force Majeure. Okay. That came out uh, in 2014. Um, so it's going to be the same story um, that told, you know. The, but it's cool because, you know, it's st- the Americans are on vacation in, you know, this, you know, European, European yeah. kind of s- snow capped mm. landscape. And so that's pretty cool. Um, plus, I love Julia Louis Dreyfus and I do love Will Ferrell when he makes smart choices. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Yes. I thought you'd appreciate that. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, he hasn't fully recovered from Holmes and Watson yet, I don't think. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, for me, I I was at first I was like, oh, okay, this looks like it's going to be kind of a fun, maybe clever mm. family comedy film. Yeah. That's the vibe I got at first. Yeah. But then I loved the fact that it kind of descended from you know that to this like existential drama almost of like i can't be with my husband because he was going to he wasn't he was going to save himself and not save me and the kids save his phone because you know <laughs> yeah, yeah he saved his phone like because you know they're sitting there they're on vacation and they think they're about to be killed by this avalanche and then it's fine everything's fine but you know he runs off like I just and and this visual stuff that they were doing, the way the music w- and them, the, hold, yeah. the holding of the hands and then the hands. It doesn't seem like a comedy at all. No, no, it's gonna, definitely going to be. No, no, but the way that they've set it up in the trailer just seems like it might be more of a dramedy than anything. Well, yeah, it is. That's yeah, what it is. But yeah, so it's just you know, it, you get one impression when you start watching mm. it, and then as it goes on, you get a better idea of what the film is and what it's trying to say. And I'm very fascinated yeah. with what this movie is trying to say. And I don't think I've seen a movie like there this There were no before. warnings. Mm. I love... I, I'm, I'm <laughs> there totally... There were warnings. In. There were warnings everywhere. Warnings, warnings everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Wayne, what were your thoughts? On yeah, I did. I really like this as well. I like that it takes a different tone to where you think... Um, it's going to go. So, you know, you, you're expecting this sort of heartfelt sort of comedy, maybe almost like a vacation style thing. Mm. That's literally what I was thinking. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, dark tone, mm. they're going to be hit by an avalanche. Yeah. And it's almost going to be like the Simpsons where it's Homer and bones caught in the, in the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> 
in that avalanche and then yeah it goes into yet another direction so the premise of this really or at least i guess the inciting incident here is the fact that he does not go to protect his family yeah, but yeah. rather save himself yeah. <laughs> that's the impression at least julia louis dreyfus's character has yes and that will is really resisting because yeah. that's not a nice thing as soon as that sort of is established in the trailer, I had flashbacks, and Fulio, you'll appreciate this, to an episode of Friends. Do you know the moment I'm talking about? Uh, maybe. The boys are in the back of a car. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the gunshot. There's a gunshot. What? A supposed gunshot. And Joey dives over to Ross, as in to protect Ross. Yeah. And, and Chandler is super effective. Offended yeah. Because, you know, Joey and Chandler are roomies yeah. and, you know, Best mates. really close and things yeah, like that. Absolutely. And Joey can't survive without Chandler paying for everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, Joey's a struggling actor. Um, and then it's sort of, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but then it's sort of established or revealed that Joey wasn't actually going to, didn't pick Ross over Chandler. Mm-hmm. He was trying to protect his sandwich. Yes, yes. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> It was like the best sandwich to him, and the and then as soon as Ross finds that out, he's like, "Dude!" <laughs> <laughs> but then for that that whole episode as well, Ross was like going through this mindset of you know um, this uh, life or death experience. Yeah. <laughs> So, wow. so that's what it reminded me of. So oh, that's great. as soon as that's um, actually established, that really had me amused. And I guess I think I was more on board on this film than I probably would be. <laughs> but I liked it. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus so much. Absolutely. We'll watch her in great. anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, I can't say that I'm overly excited mm. about this. If anything, I'm probably more interested now to watch the uh, foreign language original. Yes. Because I think in terms of these types of movies, uh, Europeans do it better than Americans. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, Three Men and a Baby is an exception, actually. But most of the time, especially if it's from France, they just oh, kill yeah. it with comedy over the Americans any day. Yeah, But yeah. there's a lot of talent involved here. Mm. And the premise, I think, is it, it seems like it's going to be fun and sweet. So, yeah, yes. no, I, I am on board for this. Yes, I'm, I'm definitely on board. On board. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so uh, Downhill does not have an Australian date yet, but if you're in the States, you can check it out on Valentine's Day, 14th February. And in the UK, it will be out two weeks later on the 28th. Yeah. So <laughs> mark your calendars. And Wayne. Yes, my dear. What is the third and final trailer? The third film got us all excited. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, she's excited to, to, to find a way to stop us from talking, I think, <laughs> yes. at this point. So this is a trailer for Gretel and Hansel. Yes. I love how creepy this trailer is. Yeah. Similar to A Quiet Place Part 2, everything about it, it was done right. Mm-hmm. For the genre, for the target audience. Definitely. Because it is a horror genre. Kendall, you and I, and Fulia gradually are the target audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I just was like, yes, this has gotten me interested. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by this. And I love the spin on it, especially because it's a child's fairy tale. We all grew up, you know, listening or engaging with stories mm. of, of Hansel and Gretel, um, or at least know the basic premise of it. Yep. And to see it turned on its head like this really i guess going back to its original really dark roots 
and then some mm-hmm. uh, is quite fascinating. I, I like it when there's plays on these on, on, on fairy tales like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I love it when you you can take something everyone knows, yes. turn it on its head or or take a different approach, tell yes. it from another character's point of view, that yeah. kind of thing. Or just even use it as a template. There was a gorgeous movie called Criminal Lovers. It's an old movie, and I do mean that as in the 90s, I think. Mm. But it is an old movie <laughs> um, from from France, because, again, French do it better. Um, and it's a play on Hansel and Gretel. And, yeah, called Criminal Lovers, but it's like a boyfriend and girlfriend who accidentally kill someone and then go on the run. And then they um, run into this cabin in the woods. And instead Ooh. of a witch, it's like a, a, a huntsman, I suppose, a man who, mm. who lives there and then mm. keeps them imprisoned. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a terrific, like psychologically scary movie. Um, so I love, like you, um, Kendall have just said when they take a tale and just spin it. Mm. So whether they don't openly acknowledge that it's, that it's based on the source material or mm. they do in mm-hmm. this case, mm-hmm. and even just flipping the title around to how we normally know it, mm. um, yeah, it just tells us, I think, that it's a story you're familiar with, but not what you're expecting. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, no, I love the colour palette. I love the sweat and the way it was edited. I love the, the performances in this. I love the way tension is built. Um, yeah, I can't floor this trailer at yeah, all. No. Yeah, no. Um, Fulvia, did you watch it with your eyes open at all? It was creepy and gross. Next. <laughs> 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 I love it. Four stars. Four stars. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm definitely on board, um, especially with everything mm. you just said, Wayne. Uh, definitely agree. Uh, I like the aesthetics of this trailer as well. Just the way it uses colors and shapes and Im- certain images. Very, very unsettling, very creepy. Um God, like, even, like, the actress that's playing the witch, she's, I'm pretty sure she looks like that, really, but I feel like they've done something to accentuate those witch-like features that she has. She's the the actress, I can't pronounce her surname, her name is Alice Krieg or Krieg or however you say her name, I apologize, but she's, she's a very talented woman, but she has very defining kind of features, and they've, yeah, done something to really, yeah, she looks inhuman, uh, the witch. I like it. Um, Sophia Lillis is Gretel. I love her in uh, It, Chapter 1 and 2. She was very good as young Beverly Marsh. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I just really like, I don't know, the whole look of this. I don't know if I'm gonna, if it's going to be something I'll love, but I, I love the fact that this is the approach they're taking to the story, and uh, I hope it's enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. I, I hope it's as good as it looks. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh-huh. I really do. Really, really hope so. So we'll find out. Uh, I, uh, I don't know when in Australia we'll find out because again, no release date. Um, but it's coming quick for those in the States, the 31st of January. Hey. Not long to go. Yeah. So we'll have it soon enough. Hey. We will. We will. Um, all right. So that's the trailer park for the first episode of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Lockdown. Done. Awesome. Um, which means now I've got a couple of quickie reviews. That I want to get into. Yeah. That I'm really excited to talk about. Quickie review. Okay, so I'm going to start with uh, El Camino, which is a Breaking Bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Netflix. 
and it basically follows on with uh, Jesse Pinkman, played by Aaron Paul, um, his story following the finale of the show, which I just finished re-watching for the first time. Now I've seen it a total of twice, and I'm like, I'm so glad I rewatched this because this has gotten better on the rewatch. Oh, okay. I like it more than yeah. I, I did originally, and so I'm very happy about that. Um, it's just incredible. But it literally, this movie starts literally the second the, the show ends. Oh, wow, okay. Um, yeah, so there's a couple of things, a couple of problems with that that um, take you out of it because a couple of the actors have noticeably changed in appearance mm. um, since uh, the film was, like, from the most part it works, but for a couple of actors it was just like, okay, that kind of takes me out of uh, watching this. Mm. I'm thinking I'm back watching Breaking Bad kind of thing. But... It's only a tiny little nitpick because, yeah, it's a really, really well-made film. It was written and directed by Vince Gilligan, who um, created the original show. And it's, yeah, it just really feels like a long episode of Breaking Bad. And I adored it. And there's some lovely callbacks. There's a lot of flashbacks, scenes with characters who, you know, were killed during the course of the show. And so you get to see faces come back and, you know, find out what happened to Jesse. And, you know, I I don't want to spoil it, but things start off pretty rough. Obviously, but um, but you know, as the story goes along, it's yeah, it's it's just incredibly well told, and the way the show uses flashbacks with the the you know modern narrative, it just mm. bounces off each other really well, and I really really enjoyed it. So I'd probably give it, I'd say a four out of five. Nice cool. one. Yeah. So it's a good continuation. Absolutely. If you're a fan of Breaking Bad, um, you're gonna love it. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. I mean, I probably was expecting something a bit. A bit grander in terms of just because, you know, the last season in particular of Breaking Bad was perfection. Like, for those who don't know, there's an episode in season five called Ozymandias, which is uh, known as the best uh, reviewed uh, TV episode of a show ever. It's the only episode of a show on IMDb that's received a 10 out of 10. Wow. So, yeah. That, that's the quality we're talking. Says um, a lot. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of hoping for something close to that, but it didn't get there, but it's still it's still worth a watch if you're a fan of the series. And um, it was good to see Aaron Paul return to Jesse Pinkman because he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal actor. So, yeah, it was good. It yeah. was very, very good. Cool. <sighs> Need to get around on that. Yes. yes. There's yes, so many it. things on my list. I know. <laughs> There's it's a long list. Yeah. Don't worry. We all have our own lists. And yes. We need to need need to watch things constantly. Um, my second quickie review is one that I'm I'm very happy I finally found the time to watch <laughs> because it's definitely my top five movies of 2019 easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is Marriage Story. Wow. Um, yes. Oh my god. I watched it too. Oh my! I know we talked about it. We talked it. about it on the monthly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It is. It's it's Wayne. You would love yes. it, especially as a writer. Yeah, I think it's one of the best screenplays I've seen. Yeah, in a long time. Well, you know what's interesting? Like I've heard I've heard of this film, but didn't really have any engagement with it online or anything. And uh, there's a, a group, uh, like a page on Facebook that's something like a script to screen or something like that. Mm-hmm. And what it usually does is it will show a clip of a film and then show you on the second half of the, of the screen, uh, the script. 
to show the difference between what was written versus what actually, actually ends up in the film. <laughs> That's cool. And the person who uploaded this particular video of this comparison mentioned the status, like, you know, kind of like read carefully, word perfect, no improvisations. And it was, I'm assuming they have many fights. I don't know. There's a few <laughs> yeah, fights yeah. in it. But know. there was this one really epic this scene was of an epic fight i think i know uh <laughs> where he, he punches the wall yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah that's that's the biggest fight yeah. in the whole film yeah. uh word perfect i was literally following it along to the beats to the um stage direction to their movements that whole sequence word perfect oh that's so, so that's amazing in a scene that uh came across to me and seeing it out of context so involved so emotional and so intense to have it word perfect says a lot about the actors and the director and the talent involved. Mm -hmm. So it really, even though I'd heard a bit about this movie, watching that scene and the fact that they were doing it word perfect actually sold the film for me. Oh, cool. Um, now you might argue, what difference does that make? You don't know what's word perfect or not. It doesn't matter if the film is good, if the film is good. But I think that reflects a quality of oh, the production yeah, um, yeah. that, that yeah. have gone in there. So... Yes. So I will now stop interrupting your quick review no, no. <laughs> with my two cents. No, but no, I, don't, I, don't. Uh, Yeah, but I definitely, definitely agree that this is one that is a high priority to watch because it looks fantastic. It's so good. Um, I didn't think it was going to be this good. Yeah. Like I've yeah. been hearing things about it and, you know, hearing you talk about it as well. You raved about it too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've, and all of the nominations it's gotten, mm. you know, come award season and yeah, I was I, I was like, yes, I need to need to see this, and I was yeah, just blown away. Um, How many tissues did you? Use? Oh my god, <laughs> that's another thing. Don't don't watch it if you're feeling a little forlorn yeah. in the soul because it will break you. Um, I it's I've never seen a movie like I knew going in it was about a divorce, but I've never seen a movie just make you fall in love with these two people mm. and then have like bre just break you in yeah. terms of how you feel about them mm. like or or their marriage yeah. it really i you, you get this picture of a perfect life in the first like 10 minutes of the film and then it's all ripped to shreds yeah. and the way it's done the dialogue is so good yeah it's well written oh, what i could say so it was well, well written i love yeah. the words and the way they're used and the way they're said the performances mm. it is literally i think the two best performances i've seen out of both uh, adam driver and scarlett johansson so hands down yeah their whole career whole career like i'm st i haven't seen i've only seen a handful of things adam's done i need to watch more because he's so good mm. but freaking scarlet i've been following her career for 20 years yeah same like you know she's she just gets better and better yeah like say what you will about the certain casting choices and controversies but you cannot deny how talented she is as a yeah. human being and yeah. as a, an actress she's just yeah so i'm i was just blown blown away and the fact that the film is set like i've never seen a film set over uh, you know, a grand like period of time. It's, it's set. It's set over like a year or two, I mm, believe, mm. Uh, while this divorce is going on. And but the seamless way they change from um, time period to time period yeah. without. They don't put any words up saying six months later. This they just do it in the dialogue, yeah. and it's not done in a cop out expositional way. Yeah, it's yeah. just so natural and it flows. Yeah. 
Amazing. Give this yeah. film all the awards. Honestly. I know, right? It's yeah. so it's good. So beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have anything you want to add to my? my oh, just uh, my even ramble? even even the supporting supporting characters oh, were so good as well. Absolutely, yeah. And Dern was great. I loved Alan Alda. Alan Alda's in it. Yeah. And yeah, he's beautiful. He's such a oh my goodness. What an adorable man! <laughs> I love how he gets. This is gonna. Not, this is doesn't spoil anything, mm. but out of context. But I love how he was like talking, talking about you know when we go to court, going to court, and then <laughs> and had him drive us like. But we're not going to court. He's like, no, we're not. Like, why do you keep saying we're going to do this for court? <laughs> like it's and he just yeah. he just goes with it like it's so yeah. It's really really well done. Yeah, and right. yeah, it's so good to see Alan. Uh, you know, in his twilight years, still kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, in front of the camera. Yeah, love yeah. that man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can understand why you love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Marriage Story won it hands down one of the best of 2019. Mm. Um, and. One to watch this award season. Yeah, uh, five I'm, out I'm, of five. I'm I'm surprised that I actually like because that's not a movie that I would generally watch. Yeah, but I watched it with curiosity mm. and I was like Kendall blown away. It yeah. was just amazing. And it's so creative and clever, yeah. and yeah. the way the camera's used. It's very very simple shots. Mm. Yes, like it's literally a lot of the shots. Literally, it's just one camera, just pens. Back wow. and forth, yeah, okay. constantly. Or you'll have a conversation, and it'll just be two cameras in the room, and you know it'll cut back, but it won't, and it, it'll weird angles and weird like mm. you know focusing and mm. stuff. But uh, I, <laughs> love I, it, I love loved it. it. Wow, I loved okay. it so. Much. Really can't wait to watch this. Uh, yeah. What would you give it out of five? Oh, no, five, five, five. Well? five. Okay, yeah, it's really all good. right. Well, I'll. I'll uh, Try to watch it before I'm next on the show, and we'll see if it's a hat trick of five stars. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. I yes. really hope you love it. Yes. I really do. I hope so too. Oh, it's on Netflix for those who uh, want to check Marriage Story out. Yes. Uh, definitely worth your time. Definitely. As is El Camino. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right. Those are my quickie reviews. Yeah. Uh, for the first episode of 2020. Yeah, I'm going to say that at the end of every segment now. Because <laughs> uh, why not? I'm why getting, not getting used to the, the new year. Exactly got to do it um all right so we have reached the time mm-hmm. the moment yeah the segment uh-huh. you've all been waiting for popcorn culture yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> yes popcorn culture time yeah. yes popcorn culture time yes slightly different this year yes so for the first time in a long time we're changing things up with our popcorn culture segment mm-hmm. um bringing in something new and fresh for the new year yeah um we're gonna do a bit of discussion uh, amongst the three of us and because you know as a good segue marriage story has received actually the most nominations uh, at uh, the Golden Globes mm. that are happening yeah. today, if you're listening to this, the time of recording, um, we're actually going to discuss our thoughts and our predictions, our little, you know, feelings yeah. about the 2020 Golden Globe Awards and, and their nominations. So, yes. Uh, how shall we kick this off? What do we What do we want to do? Alrighty. So, I think we'll look at a few of the of the categories. Yes. And let's just have a look at the nominees, and we'll see what our what our spidey senses 
Yes. Are saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. So, All right. like, as you mentioned, Kendall, in Nerdy News, that uh, The Strape the has strip. a wonderful record. And I didn't mention that there was a hilarious meme after quoting oh. the, the US president. So, uh, in, in, in 2017, Meryl Streep called out President Donald Trump for his views mm. at the Golden Globes. So at 6.27 a.m. on the 9th of January 2017, uh, the most powerful man in the world um, chose not to run a country, but to express an opinion via Twitter. Mm, As he is wont to do. Yes. And he (laughs) said, Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood, doesn't know me, but attacked last night at the Golden Globes. So he's on the defensive. And then somebody replied to this tweet, uh, Living Blue. Okay, at uh, Living Blue and Red. He said, hey, Donald Trump, if 157 awards as an actor makes Meryl Streep overrated, what do six bankruptcies make you as a businessman? (laughs) Mic drop. Owned. (laughs) Absolutely And the fact that we're now three years later, she got a lot more awards, honey. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like... Yeah, man. It's just, I don't know if you think that that's, if the streep is overrated. Uh, your expectations of actors are high. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that, 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 that meme is in visual, like, like video form. Yeah. It's literally that scene in Indiana Jones when, you know, the guy's with the, the sword and then Indy, yeah. Indy pulls out the gun and just shoots yep. him. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what that is. Yeah. And which is really funny because Trump himself was nominated for a Golden Razzie Award at one stage. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. I'm he played himself in something. Was it when he was in Home Alone 2? <laughs> Lost in New York? Was no, that? it was something else. I can't look it up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just out of some morbid curiosity. Yeah, look, it might it might come it might come up in in, in trivia one day. Mm. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. We're good for yeah. Information. You just kind of like you know. I mean, it's unlike the U.S. president to not get his facts straight. <laughs> I guess beforehand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I mean, past presidents, yeah. Yeah, they're, absolutely. They're, they're, they're a bit more switched on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, while we're look, you're looking that up. I'll look that up, on. but we'll hunt. We'll keep hunting. Keep hunting. Yeah. Keep looking on. So maybe we'll talk about um, people who actually do have talent. Yeah. And look at filmmakers. So, yes. Yeah, so we've got the best motion picture drama. Categories. This is the big one. This is the big, big one. So we've got movies 1917, Mm -hmm. The Irishman, Mm. Joker, Mm. Marriage Story, Mm. and The Two Popes. Mm -hmm. So three of those bad boys are from Netflix. Yeah, they are. All nominated for Best Motion Picture Drama. Yes. So, Kendall, how many of those have you actually seen? I have so far seen only two of them. Um, I have made plans to watch... Uh, the two popes and the Irishman, um, and I definitely want to see 1917 because yeah. it looks brilliant. It does, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. By all accounts, all of these look like fantastic films, and yes, I have seen Marriage Story as I just gushed about yeah. it before. But yeah, Joker, of course, is another one of my favorite mm. movies of 2019. So out of the, I guess out of those two, the ones that you've seen, which one would you give the award to? Uh, the two different beasts by the sound. They are. This is the hard thing, isn't it? It's it apples is, and oranges, even with uh, the yeah, dramas. Yeah, that is, you're exactly right. That's really what it is, and that's what it's going to come down to. Just, you know. 
I, I worry. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's interesting because as a comic book fan, we all know, like, and this is a nerdy, nerdy, nerdy podcast. We really would love to see Joker get this. I mean, I think I would really love to see Joker win this award. Yeah. Um, but I think Marriage Story is going to get it. I'm sensing it too, just based on yeah. your feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I really loved Joker. And as a film, it's phenomenal. It is all similar to Marriage Story in its quality. Um, you know, obviously it tells a very, very different story. So mm. in a very different world. Uh, but it's got so much good going for it as a film, as a dramatic film as well. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. But yeah, I if I had gun to the head, I would say Marriage Story is going to beat Joker for uh, this award. That's, wow. yeah. that's my feeling. Yeah. I, 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 wa- I, I want Joker to win just because it's a, it's a DC film, mm. but I think Marriage Story will get it. Yeah, I, I kind of have to agree. Uh, Marriage Story definitely is top top running for for that mm. for that award um and that's probably that's, that's the only film that i actually have seen out of out of the five in this category although yep. i have to say i have seen behind the scenes shots of 1917 mm-hmm. and it looks phenomenal the way the cinematography of that film is just gorgeous yeah and the way that they've they've shot it you know lighting especially um the story seems really interesting as well. It mm-hmm. does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I, I reckon that would be sort of very close yeah. to maybe winning as well. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, marriage story, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, another spanner that could be thrown into the works might be The Irishman. Mm. Just because uh, a big, big deal was made about that film being it's, you know, it's Scorsese and then it's De Niro, it's Pacino, it's Pesci. Yeah. Um, you know, all of those guys coming back to do this epic gangster true story. Um, and there's all this de-aging technology because it's told over several years. And, yeah. You know, um, so that, you know, I mean, the, the Hollywood really loves Scorsese. And I think the Hollywood Foreign Press will probably go for that mm. as an alternative option mm. to maybe Marriage Story. But I don't know. I, I would I would really like to see, yeah, yeah. my previous picks. But yeah, that could be... The Irishman is definitely one to watch, I think. Wayne, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, look, I've only actually seen Joker out of these, and it's not a secret how I feel about Joker. Mm. If I would think about the sort of movies, though, that uh, these sorts of award ceremonies do tend to favour, I agree. I think it would sway more towards something like Marriage marriage Story or even The Irishman as well mm-hmm. um, over Joker. Mm. But I would love to see Joker win this Absolutely. because I think it is just such a complex character study. It is. And so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and something you wouldn't expect to see in the company of these films. No, not at all. I think. Uh, so, yeah. So... Look, you know, the two popes scene has been out for a while, I feel, but I know very little about it. No, I don't really know anything about it. Like, I always see it on my Netflix list and things like that. Like, it's always popping up. Mm. Um, But no, it's not one that I actually know a lot about. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think just even based on the clout, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the Irishman took it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think your marriage story is going to hold. Really, yeah. st- I think yeah. I think Marriage Story will actually probably um, will run this will run this season. Yeah, yeah. Of, of awards, it's perhaps the, it's the big one. Yeah. yeah, the one to beat, I think for sure. Yeah, so that's a, a really non-answer to be honest. But I'd love, yeah, I'd lo- like you, I'd love Joker to take it home. Yes, but I actually think it's a bit 
a long shot for it in Best Picture, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, sad to say, but yeah. yes, that is the way. Yeah. Um, Fulia, yes. what's the next category we're going to look at? The next category is Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. Ooh. And we've got Cynthia Erivo mm-hmm. from Harriet, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, um, I'm going to butcher this. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> Little Women. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Charlize Theron from Bombshell and Renee Zellweger and Judy. Yeah. I um, I made, I like, I went out of my way to make sure I knew how to say Saoirse. Saoirse. <laughs> for yes. for like, like, like last year because I've fallen in love with her as an actress. Yeah. yeah. She's brilliant. And she pops up every award season. Right. Um, and she's so young. Yeah. Like she's not even 30 yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, I need to know how to say her name because it's a gorgeous name as well. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, who wants to start with their mm. thoughts on this category? Look, uh, you've got some heavy, heavy hitters here. Mm. Scarlett Johansson, Charlize Theron and Renee Zellweger. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I hear that Renee's performance as Judy Garland was absolutely <gasps> amazing. And yeah. I think anyone watching the trailer at least going, yep, this is like one of those yeah. award movies. It is. It doesn't seem to be featuring that heavy though. No, as one would ex- As one would expect. Mm. Uh, but again, like, you know, there's some huge competition throughout the whole thing, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Look... <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see Scarlett take it, actually. Yeah. I really would. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I, um, I think because, and I think this is a thing, right, based on how, again, these award ceremonies view comic book titles does not necessarily mean that you are always, your work is always taken seriously. So I'm glad that um, Scarlett Johansson has in you know something that can at least get her some recognition and respect i feel mm. yeah you know? yeah yeah for um, sure. and again that's probably a lot of bias from me because she is one of the absolute highlights um for me in the mcu franchise like whether she's in there very briefly or front and center i'm just gl- my yeah. eyes are glued to her whenever yeah. she's on screen she's so great. this feedback and this opinion comes with a lot of bias <laughs> uh but i would like to see sh- i would like to see um scarlett hansen take it yeah yeah me too yeah Fulia? Um, I have to agree with Wayne. I, I feel like Scarlett Johansson's performance in Marriage Story was just amazing. And it's something... That's a, I think that's the first time I've seen her uh, p- play a character other than mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Black Widow. So um, it's really nice to see her in a, in, a different, um, in a different role. And watching her in that movie was just so good. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved her in, mm-hmm. that, in that film. I've... I, my, my heart was there for her as well, mm. um, you know, just throughout that whole performance. I just, yeah, loved yeah, it. Yes, yeah, definitely. She's so good. <laughs> um, for me, um, let's see. Well, I, I've seen all of these actors either in these movies or in mm. other films. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I haven't seen Harriet, but uh, Cynthia Erivo was in uh, Widows and Bad Times at the El Royale, mm-hmm. um, both in 2018. And they were both pretty pretty good films, especially Widows. And uh, But Cynthia's performance in Bad Times was exceptional. She was one of the highlights of the film uh, for me. Um, so I'm not surprised to see her getting an uh, actress nomination. Scarlett Johansson, obviously, yes. Uh, she's <laughs> just phenomenal, as I said in my quickie review. Uh, but the things she does 
with her character Nicole and in this story in this film is just yeah, yeah beautiful and just it just yeah she's she's very magnetic that's yeah. what, when you were talking about her before Wayne I'm yeah. just thinking she has this magnetism about her yeah it keeps you invested and keeps you interested and and captivates you she really has a way yeah there are some performers that you know, you know like soak up the screen mm. where you know which is the opposite to chewing the scene yeah yeah, um, yeah for sure. she uh, scarlett is one of those who just soaks up the screen mm-hmm. it's all eyes are on her because she is that phenomenal she yes. is a very talented performer she really yeah. is she and really again is. it's nice to see her getting some recognition because she yeah. won't get it in the MCU no unfortunately you know I mean? she unfortunately won't. no yeah. those movies don't exist or don't get uh, you know honoured in by the academy for yeah. you know uh, for acting which is a shame because yeah. some of the performances those actors give are really beautiful are yeah absolutely beautiful yeah um, Saoirse Ronan, I haven't seen Little Women yet. It looks great. Um, she, Little Women is also directed by uh, Greta Gerwig, who directed her in Lady Bird, which came mm-hmm. out last year. Um, and I really loved Lady Bird. It was a wonderful coming-of-age um, mother-daughter kind of story um, that Saoirse was also nominated for. Um, so I'm excited to watch Little Women and see her performance. It, from the trailer, it looks uh, pretty pretty great so yeah. I think it'll it'll be one to watch for sure Charlize Theron everyone's saying Bombshell's an average movie the mm-hmm. reviews are coming back are not good mm. which is a shame because it looks really really good um, based on true story obviously of the whole Fox News Roger Ailes yeah. scandal sex scandals that happened uh, in the United States and Charlize Theron is playing uh, Megan Kelly um, who is a very well known personality on uh, Fox News and uh, and just news in general media in the US. Um, so she's not really familiar to Australian uh, audiences as a who she is as a person. But um, everything I've read from Americans in regards to Shelley's is because they did some makeup effects on her to to make her look more like Megan. And the reviews are saying while Bombshell is not a great film, Shelley's is is what you need to be focusing on. Okay, right. like her performance. C- rises above the mm. movie and she's eerily similar to the real life Megan yeah. Kelly. So. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is you can be fantastic in a movie that isn't that great. You, and yeah. so that shouldn't take away from your performance if you're no. really good. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Uh, and then, yeah, Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland broke my heart. So, oh, yeah, she was, she was next level, mm. uh, Renee. And I would love to see, like, if Scarlett doesn't win, I think she will. Um, but if she doesn't, I really want Renee to win it because her her performance as Judy was just <sighs> spellbinding. Yeah. I, I was in love with her and her portrayal of, of Judy Garland. So those are my two kind of uh, picks, I think, either Scarlett or Renee. Um, but if I had to pick, I'd probably say Scarlett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But very, it's very close. Yes, it's a close one. Absolutely a very close one. Um, cool. All right. So the next category we have um, is best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Mm-hmm. Um, our nominees are Christian Bale for Ford versus Ferrari, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. <laughs> Wayne. Yes, guess what I'm going to say. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've said this the whole way through actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Now, as opposed to what I'd said earlier, where I th- I'd love to see, say, Joker win drama, but I don't think he will win it, um, I actually think Joaquin could take this one. Okay. I think Adam Driver will be hard competition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think will be really strong competition against him. Yeah. But I still feel like Joaquin could do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think out of anyone in this, uh, and having seen these actors before, not necessarily seeing all the films, and knowing how talented these films are, what like five incredible actors here, oh, really good actors. What a here. list! Yeah, oh. but for me, I think if it's not Wakim or Adam, um, I don't know what's going on with yeah. the foreign press. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's one of the two. I I think neither would surprise me. Um, but I, I think Joaquin could take it. Okay. I think he could. I, love it. I yeah. really think. I think um, for Joker, out of all of its categories, its best chance of taking home a Golden Globe and later on an Oscar is in Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Yes. Um, with the Oscars, maybe some technical stuff. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah. it's not a technically heavy film compared to other bigger movies. No. Um, especially for the genre that it's in. Mm-hmm. So I think that it that um, Joaquin Phoenix is its kind of only real real shot um and i think in this category too yeah no yeah, yeah. that's what i would like to say yeah good. i'm good. gonna be saying that adam driver might just take it out above yeah. joaquin to be honest yes. not that i because i haven't seen any of the other movies but just by watching adam adam driver's performance in marriage story it and and in any like star wars mm. It is phenomenal. He's a really good actor. He's amazing. Absolutely incredible actor. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Holy crap. My 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 heart was breaking for his character mm. in in Marriage Story. And see, that's the thing. <laughs> Your heart breaks for both of them. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Even when the movie tries to make you hate one of them or or the mm. other, no. You, you can't. can't. You can't choose. You literally can't pick sides. It's it's wow. just and, it's, yeah. And anyway. Adam Driver's performance, the he, he when he breaks down. Oh man, oh. I I just I couldn't. You know what? That's a difficult thing to do right. <laughs> yeah. Emotionally it is, heavy right? scenes are difficult oh. ones to do right. Yes. Yeah. So Kendall, you've seen I believe three of these films. Uh, you are correct. Yeah, see, I listen when I'm not on. You I do. Listen. I listen. Thank you. It's okay, I'm, um, I'm, I'm here all week. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, come on, you're, 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 you've got the knowledge here. I've got a little bit Who, more knowledge. Who's, who's taking home best, um, best actor in a drama? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Um, well, I want to start with Christian Bale just because... I don't think he's going to win, but I loved his portrayal mm. um, as uh, Ken Miles in Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, based on true story film, love those. And he was just wonderful to watch. Yeah. Every second he was on screen, he was fun, he was engaging. Um, and you felt for him and you, you rooted for him and you laughed with him like, yeah. or, and at him even <laughs> at times. Like he was just great. He was endearing to a fault, like just Amazing. Um, but he's not going to win. Um, it really does come down to Adam and Joaquin for this. And look, first thing I said when I walked out of the theater seeing Joker was, mm. give him the award now. <laughs> but. But. <laughs> now I've seen Marriage Story yeah. and I'm like, why has life done this to yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> because Adam's performance is just beyond 
Oh it's my, next level. It is absolutely mm-hmm. next oh level. My the stuff he does with that script, and it, like we've said, it's already incredible script, but mm. he just elevates it. Mm. Um, and the way, just yeah, the way he lets his character feel things and express things, and uh, yeah, everything. But Joaquin, though, is still like mm. one of the best performances of the year, and for many, many years, and probably the best performance in a comic book adaptation film yeah. I think I've ever seen uh, mm. like or at least up there um, oh it is definitely yeah. up there and I, and I agree it quite possibly could be the best yeah yeah, uh, yeah it's yeah definitely worthy of consideration for that title um, and yeah I, I loved what Joaquin did with with Arthur Fleck yeah and just the this like you said the character study and just you know looking at a man you know taking the Joker and you know making him real yeah giving him that mental health kind Mm. of you know backstory and the way he portrays that and the laughter and Mm. and his little tics and Mm. uh and the way he feels about the world and just yeah yeah it's and the dancing yeah and the music and and just his his descent into Madness. Yeah, uh, that's what this that movie is. Yeah. Um, from where and from where, like you're rooting for a villain though. He is by the time the movie's done, he's done some awful things. Yeah, and he doesn't feel sorry for any of it. No, you know because he feels you know treated a certain way by society. Yeah, you know, that's the way this movie's gone. He reaches and, the point of no return. Yeah, and we get it. We understand you do. it. And that's the wonderful yeah. thing about what the movie does is yeah. the fact that you're, it's like Breaking Bad. It's a, it's a supervillain mm. creation, you know, origin story. Mm-hmm. Joker is the exact same. And yeah. You, but you're, you're still with your, he's your, he's your protagonist. Yeah. Like he's not a good guy, but he's your protagonist. Yeah, like, absolutely. There's a, there's a difference. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I do really, really want uh, Joaquin to win. And I'm having this thing where I think uh, the Golden Globes... Even despite my earlier, like, you know, talks about Joker not getting the best picture because of the way Hollywood looks at comic book movies yeah. in terms of awards, but I think that's more the Oscars. True. Um, the Golden Globes seem, tend to be a bit more welcoming and a bit more accepting of mm. different genres, for my money, I yeah. guess. So I feel like Joaquin could get the best actor for Golden Globe, but Adam Driver will get the Oscar. Okay, calling it that's now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's what that's the way I'm gonna go. Okay. Um but it there is literally yeah a you know, a needle yeah. of like just the, the tiniest little margin between the two of them in terms of their performances. Yeah. They, if you if there could be a tie, please. Yeah. <laughs> just give it to them both, honestly. Yeah. I'm sure it's happened in the past. It, yeah, probably has. Yeah. But they're just yeah, they're both phenomenal and uh, I will be happy with whoever wins, but I think I think Joaquin will win the Globe, and Adam will get the Oscar. Yeah, you know who wasn't nominated was Donald J. Trump. Going back <laughs> to it, so to answer your question, because he called the streep overrated. Yes, three years later, we're not over it. Uh, so Donald Trump has be has won uh, three Razzies. In his time. Three! Yes. So, um, so, what was it, about 1990, uh, for a movie called Ghosts Can't Do It. (laughs) Okay. He won Worst Supporting Actor. (laughs) Okay. That was a cameo, but hey. Wow. And more recently, 2019... 
he won Worst Actor for Death of a Nation and Fahrenheit 11.9 for playing himself oh. in these documentary in yeah. these documentaries. Mm-hmm. He beat out Will Ferrell for Holmes and Watson. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> wow. Will Ferrell was actually trying. Yeah. <laughs> Not hard, but he was trying. No. Yeah. Um, and same year, he also won Worst Screen Combo. So Donald Trump and his self-perpetuating pettiness uh, were the combo for both of those films as well. Oh. And he beat out Will Ferrell and John C. Riley for Holmes and Watson. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, just just an update on how that's all going. Thank you. <laughs> Trump, thank, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Wayne. Yes. Um, if anything, uh, President Trump, you are not an overrated actor. No. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Thank you. Well thank said. Thank you. We can move on. We don't need to talk about no, it anymore. No, no. That's, that's more than enough. Thank you very much. All right. All right. So What's, the next category is... Yes. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Yeah. I've only seen one of these. What are our nominees for you? We've got uh, Dolomite Is My Name, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. And which of the one have you seen? I have only seen Dolomite Is My Name in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's on Netflix. Okay. Which is the Eddie Murphy comeback film. Yes. I need to watch it. (laughs) Yes. Um, it's an all right film. It's probably not my type of comedy, to be honest. Mm. It's, um, a remake of, sorry, no, it's a telling of a true story. It's a biopic, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's got a lot of names in there. Obviously, Eddie Murphy. Um, you've got, uh, Keegan-Michael Key in there for some of it. Yep. Um, you've got Snoop Dogg making an appearance. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and uh, a few others that I can't remember names for, but um, it's an interesting film. It really is. Mm. Um, uh, it did it make you fully want to watch the real Dolmite in his films? Not really. Okay, then no. the film really is. Although started. the thing I is, think, though, I think oh, it's well. I think I, I haven't seen it, yeah. but I think if a biopic mm. does not inspire you to want to know more, yeah, no, it has failed. That's yeah. a fair point. Um, Unless it is so brilliant, it's told you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah. 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 But biopics aren't designed for that, really. No. They take a snippet. That's the what other the thing. The other exactly. thing is <laughs> absolutely the <laughs> other thing that they've done with this film is at I think during the. It's either just before the credits roll or after the credits have rolled. Mm. They show you snippets from the original film um, that they've used in the movie and how they try to film it. Right. Yeah. Kind of like how... um, Oh, gosh, what was it called? The Disaster Artist did a comparison of the room and then the 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 way they've replicated those scenes Mm. at the end. Yeah, yeah. So it was an it was an interesting movie. Like it was definitely entertaining. Yeah. Um, but not my type of comedy that I usually enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've only I'm like you. I've only seen one of these films as Mm. well. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, based on what I know about the other films in this category. I don't think that that one will win. I really enjoyed it, but it is quite a contentious film. Mm, yes. And I know that the film won a few um, international actors recently. Yeah. As well. So it's, it has yeah. gotten critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. I'm sensing that Jojo Rabbit will take it. Yeah. Okay. So our mate Philip Hunting recently saw Jojo Rabbit. Oh. Um, and because, you know, it is about the Hitler of youth. Of course. And yeah. Philip loves his history. Yes. Um, he 
absolutely love this movie. Oh, that's good. So he's really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> that's a good it. sign. He, like yeah, it. he like you know he got it. He was engaged with it. Highly recommends it. And uh, just based on uh, just what I'm sensing about what all these films are putting out, I think Knives Out has been getting a lot of good feedback as well. Yeah, it was a good film. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, you liked it. I did, Kendall? yes. Kendall? Yes. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me if something like Jojo Rabbit took it just because it's quite fresh yeah. in terms of what all the other films are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so my tip would actually be Jojo Rabbit okay. for this one. How yeah, about yourself, so. Kendall? Yeah. Um, so I've seen three out of the five. Uh, and I have plans to watch Jojo Rabbit, and I definitely need to check out Dolomite Is My Name because it's on my Netflix. Um, yeah, Rocketman, gosh, 2019 was a big year. Yeah. Rocketman came out in, I think, April mm-hmm. 2019, but it feels like it was like five years ago for some reason. It really does. Yeah, uh, but it is a fantastic film. Um, uh, I, I enjoyed it better than Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know how a lot of oh. people felt, but I, I thought it was better. I, however, I thought... I think I've said this before, but Rami did a better job playing Freddy than mm-hmm. uh, uh, Taron did. Thank you, playing uh, Elton. Um, not to say that because Taron was fantastic. He's definitely like the movie is worth checking out just for his performance. Mm-hmm. But and it's a lot of fun because it's a musical. Yeah. Um, uh, so I would like to see Rocketman win. I don't think it will. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, very good film. I had very high expectations. Mm-hmm. It fell short of those expectations, but. I wasn't entirely disappointed. Yeah. I feel like I enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's visually fantastic and audio, like the, the sounds and the, the, you know, the fact yeah. that, I just love the fact that Tarantino used the radio broadcast from back then yeah. in the film. Like it's so clever. Um, yeah. But, and Knives Out, was a brilliant original story from Ryan Johnson. Mm. You know, and it looks all, like so all, much fun. It is a lot of fun. So who, <laughs> it's a very good whodunit uh, with an all-star cast. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed, and I cannot wait to see Jojo Rabbit. Yes, me too. Hanging out to see this because I I mean, we all know I love Taika. I mean, I think we're all most uh, most most people do. I'd be hard pressed to find people who don't like him. He's such a talented man. Absolutely, and the fact that he's you know he's a Kiwi, so it feels like family in a a, a slightly removed sense. Um, The cuz. We, yeah, yeah, because yeah, well, we'll probably, I wonder how long it'll take for someone to claim him as Australian. Just because <laughs> we, we have a habit of doing that. He's too proud of Kiwi. Yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that, like, the, literally, the one thing that makes me want to go watch this movie is the fact that he said, uh, you know, when he got asked why, as a Jew- Jewish man, he was going to play Hitler, and he says, well, "What, what bigger fuck you to the guy?" Yeah, exactly. That's what he said, like word for word, and mm. I just adore that through and through so for that reason alone i really want jojo rabbit even though i haven't seen it yeah same i think it'll win and i want it to win it It looks so definitely yeah excellent yeah so here's hoping Mm. all right whoa what is the next category wayne the next category is best performance by an actress in a motion picture musical or comedy kendall read out the nominees all right (laughs) (laughs) kendall's our names expert yes (laughs) yes watch me butcher them um no we got anna de armas for knives out uh aquafina for the farewell kate blanchett for where'd you go bernadette Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart and Emma Thompson for Late Night. Mm. I have not seen any of them. I have not either. And I have to say, I'm only really familiar with Kate Blanchett and Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm. And one is almost inclined to say, just give Emma Thompson an award for being Emma Thompson. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. 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 Give her the Cecil B. DeMille award. Yeah. Right? Um, well, you haven't seen any of I these, but seen any would of you them. sway to any of them based on their back catalogue? Um, I would... 
I'd probably I'm a I'm a fan of Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I love She's that brilliant. lady. She I would probably well I I don't know what Where'd You Go Bernadette is about, but I you know just from her previous performances in films that I have seen. Mm. She's amazing. Yeah, absolutely stunning, and her 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 acting is just phenomenal. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And you know, she's an Aussie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a genuine bona fide Jenny. Australian. Absolutely. Um, Kendall, how many of these films have you seen? Uh, three out of five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, your tip. Yes. Yeah, so I've seen Knives Out, The Farewell, and Booksmart. Um, I only just saw Booksmart like two days ago. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and Beanie Feldstein is is so wonderful as this kind of like uh, goody two shoes class president kind of character who never strays from the path, you know. <laughs> uh, and her and her best friend have the most adorable and endearing, loving best friend ship, yeah. I suppose, I've ever seen on screen. Nice. Like it's one of the best Booksmart's one of the best teen films I've seen in a long time. Nice. Um, it's yeah, it might be up there for one of my favorites of 2019. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it brought like there's there's like I loved it up until a certain point, and then they they did made a choice that I didn't agree with. But uh, like 80 percent of the film is very realistic in terms right. of its high school portrayal, I think. And I just I know I just love these two girls that are at the center of the story. And mm-hmm. yeah, Beanie's very good. Um, oh, Anna de Armas was definitely the star player of Knives Out. Um, I mean, her character is at the center of the entire, you know, crime. Mm. Um, I always say more than that. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's a lovely uh, young and up-and-coming actress. Um, she was in Blade Runner 2049, and she's been in a bunch of other stuff. Um, I think she's going to be in the new James Bond that's coming out. Cool. Okay. Today, coming out this year, so look out for her in that. Um, but, yeah, she was very good. Uh, love Kate, love Emma. I haven't seen either of, the, either of those movies, but my pick is going to Aquafina for The Farewell because okay. The Farewell was one of the best films of 2019 for me. Uh, a beautiful story um, about, you know, this... Uh, I've talked about it in a quick review, I think, but a Chinese matriarch is dying and yes, she doesn't know. You yeah. did, I remember, yeah. yes. And the family, the family all know, but they need to... So they make... They basically have this mock wedding just to bring everyone together for one last time so they can say goodbye to her without her realizing because that's just the Chinese tradition. Right. Um, what they do. And so Aquafina's character now lives in New York and so she has to fly to... And so it's it's a good mix of comedy and, and drama. Mm. Um, that, you know, a lot of it's very funny, but then a lot of it's very heartbreaking because, you know, uh, most of us have not only families, but grandmothers. Yeah. And... Yeah, and it's so it really pulls on those heartstrings. Yeah. We we can relate. Absolutely, you're there. Yeah. Um, even the fact that, that's what I love about it the fact that it, most of the movies in Chinese, you still yeah. you're still connecting. You're not there's you know love speaks beyond you know language and words. Yeah. Well, know? there are some themes that are universal, and the best stories are universal yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah, and the theme of love is very much a universal yes. story. Yeah, and but yeah, Aquafina's performance, like for someone who I've only seen in Ocean's Eight, mm. um, and she had a small role in that, and she yeah. was she was pretty funny. She's I think she's a comedian outside of um, any kind of dramatic work she's done, but um, yeah, she's she gave a, a, a wonderful performance wow. in this film, so she's my pick. Cool. All right. Cool. So our next one is best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Awesome. So we've got Daniel Craig in Knives Out, Roman Griffin Davis in Jojo Rabbit, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron 
Egerton? Egerton? Egerton. Egerton and Rocketman. And Eddie Murphy in Dolomite is my name. Yes. Yeah. So. And Roman is the youngest of nominees. He is. Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. The fact that they've given him, I'm think, pretty sure he's the lead in Jojo Rabbit, I'd yeah. say. Um, yeah. Very, very cool. Um, I don't have too much to say, so I'm just going to swore. Actually, to take that back, maybe I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen three out of the five. Again, that just seems to. I should get that tattooed on me now. <laughs> three out of five. Three out of five. Oh. Um, Daniel Craig, Craig was awesome in Knives Out. I don't think he'll win. Um, Taron, as I said earlier, was very good as Elton, not as good as Rami. Um, but I think. I think Leo's got this one. He'd received universal acclaim for this film. So even people who didn't particularly like the movie said that Leonardo is just amazing in this. He and Brad Pitt were the two best things in it. Yeah. I I think he's phenomenal. I would love to see Leonardo win this one. Yeah, Yeah. me too. Yeah. 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 Is that, we're all, that's our pick? Yeah, that's our pick, yeah. Leo, the Leo trio. Leo for the win. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Okay, awesome. Fulia, what's the next category? The next category is Best Director Motion Picture. And the nominees are Bong Joon-ho in Parasite. Sam Mendes in 1917, Todd Phillips for Joker, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. You know what would be funny about this? (laughs) (laughs) If if Todd Phillips, who's directed a movie so heavily influenced by Scorsese, beat Scorsese in this. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be? He out-Scorsese'd Scorsese. In saying that, and still not having seen The Irishman, uh, so having seen two of these films, uh, and yes, I love, love, love Joker as well, and I thought, uh, and Tarantino's one of my all-time favourite directors, but I do have to say, based on how I know this particular person directs, Scorsese for me. Yeah, yeah no, I that's a fair call. love, love Scorsese. I've mm. seen a lot of his movies, mm-hmm. and he just directs in a manner that is magical, um, do I think he will win? No. Uh, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Scorsese take this one. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. Fulia, what are your thoughts? Um, oh, I have not seen any of these films, so for me, it'll be really hard to, to pick. I haven't seen many, I don't think I've seen any Martin Scorsese, maybe one or two, okay. but I can't think of, I can't think of them from the top of my head. If it makes you feel better. He does not direct horror movies. No, no. I mean, I know, I know that he's, I know that he's done a couple of movies that I may have seen, and they're not gangster-related movies. Right. Yeah. Because he does do a lot of uh, love letters to New York, really. Yeah, uh, he does in, in yeah. his films. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I way to... Tarantino were kind of for LA, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever seen one Tarantino film, and I just did not like what it. What movie was that? Out of curiosity. Uh, I think it was The Hateful Eight. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Reservoir Dogs. Oh my gosh. Still my favorite Tarantino movie. Still my favorite. I don't know. I think his style of directing or his style of filmmaking is just not my cup of tea. They're too long. They're too dialogue heavy. Glorious bastards though. Yeah, (laughs) it's great. Yeah, Yeah. similar to Jojo Rabbit and just the fucking with the with history. Yeah, 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 I love it. Um, But Tarantino, (laughs) (laughs) he's good. If if I if I have to choose, 
Um, I feel like maybe Bong Joon-ho might get it from everything that I've been hearing mm. in the press and in the media. A lot of acclaim there. Yeah, and yeah. I think he's in. Um, he's been winning a few um, awards in like within the last month or so. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, he won the big. Uh, we talked about nerdy news. He won the big award at, at Cannes. Yeah. The, the 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 first like non like you know the first I think Korean uh, director to win. Fantastic. Um, the best director at Cannes, I think. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's never been done before. Yeah, exactly. So, so I reckon yeah. he is definitely um, a, a big uh, contender for best director. Um, yeah, Sam Mendes, just after seeing that behind the scenes stuff for 1917, mm-hmm. it just looks amazing. And the way that he explains the 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 way that he had he needed to shoot these scenes in the film was it was just really just engaging for me to to understand and just blown being blown away by it yeah and I love that sort of stuff yeah um so like I don't know if he'd win to be honest but yeah I would like for him to win yeah <laughs> um but my my bet's gonna be on Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. Hmm. So Kendall, I'm yes. sure you've seen three out of five. No, I'm joking. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Two you, out of five? You. <laughs> or, yeah, no, three out of five. Three out of five, <laughs> yay. <laughs> it continues. Um, yes, yeah, so I've seen Parasite, I've seen Joker, I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I'm dying to see The Irishman in 1917, mm. as I've said, uh, so I won't dwell on those. However, those directors are phenomenal. Um, I don't think Tarantino will win. Um, I think it's between Todd and uh, Todd Phillips and Bong Joon Ho for me. Yeah. Um, mostly because what what Todd Phillips did with Joker in the way he blended mm. reality and and fantasy and and Arthur's fantasy, like you didn't know what was real and what wasn't, and mm. like the the fact that I went online after seeing that movie and seeing so many people discuss like theories about you know yeah. was the entire thing in his head or like yeah. you know like conversations like that like mm. questions like yeah and and, and that's kind of what i think you want you know mm. you want to leave the audience with more like and so many people are begging for a sequel and, yeah and all i don't want a sequel i think it's i don't perfect. either no yeah, i've decided I'm, i don't want I one i do not i won't Doesn't say no one. won't say no to one but i, I won't do, say no but i don't want one no i don't want one either yeah you're um, right i yeah. love todd phillips yeah he yeah. did what he did with this and the fact that he's come from uh, a comedic background um, yeah. it's becoming one of my favorite things comedic actors filmmakers coming out of that and then absolutely nailing it at either horror or drama yeah is being one of my favorite things in recent years absolutely um so, but yeah bong joon ho parasite was just so cool mm-hmm. such a great film i think he'll win okay but i i would not be surprised if todd phillips did he's right. a he's a close second for me yeah those are my thoughts <laughs> All right, so we're going to move into some television categories now. We've got three to go, and then we're wrapping up popcorn culture. Um, So our categories, uh, well, category, first one for TV, is Best Television Series Drama. Mm. The nominees are Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, The Morning Show, and Succession. Uh, Guess how many I've seen? <laughs> you let me down, people. Three out of five. Is that great? <laughs> no, I know. But like, I was like, you're supposed to say three out of five. Mm-hmm. I did the hands and everything. Oh, I no. wasn't sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway, I'll stop 
trying to be funny now. Um, so I, got I got it, Kenny. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my pick for best television series drama. It's okay. Big Little Lies was good. Season one of it was better than season two. Mm. Season two was good. But nowhere near as good as season one for me. So I don't think it'll win. Um, I love Killing Eve. It's become quickly become one of my favorite TV shows. And it's only two seasons in. It's brilliant. It's worth watching. Yeah. I love the story it's telling. Um, and the performances are top notch. But I believe, without having seen The Morning Show or Succession, that this has to go to The Crown. Because yeah. season three of The Crown was oh. the best season of the show so far for me so good and that's a that's a big call considering how fantastic one and two were. yeah yeah i don't know how about you guys feel but i think you're you're echoing my sentiments there um i certainly am yes. i've been seeing the morning show but that's been getting a lot of it a lot has. of a lot of praise yeah. so it wouldn't surprise me actually if the morning show took this one okay yeah mm. but i am with you kendall that i just think the crown is quite a polished series yes i think Three seasons into it, it's maintained a momentum that is difficult for a production of this level. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just drawing on such fantastic source material yeah. and so rich source yeah. material that they just don't fit everything into it because no, they can't. Uh, I'd love The Crown to to take it. Uh, most Mostly because, not only because it's such a phenomenal work and because everyone's done really well, you've had principal characters replaced by different actors and yet it hasn't lost any of the quality or appeal so Mm. that is difficult to do as Mm -hmm. well but also that it puts faith in the industry to still invest in big budget productions because the crown is an expensive show to make Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's where we need to invest in yeah because that's when you get the quality and you get good actors you get good writers good directors costumers editors that's when you get people striving um, for, for for quality both behind the scenes and us behind the screen. <laughs> really? Yes. Um, so I, I agree. I'd love to see The Crown take this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, fully. Definitely. Um, have to agree. The Crown, just amazing, great quality filmmaking for a TV series. And, you know, it's just... It's it's an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so engaging and it just and it's also entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I love it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's beyond yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I I haven't seen the morning show. However, I now have Apple TV Plus. Oh, Ooh. you have to check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Yes. Um. So I. Yeah, and that one, and that and C is the other one that I really yes, want to Jason see. Yes, the Jason Momoa yeah. show. That I want yeah. to watch as well. It sounds really but, interesting. But, you know, no, seeing the morning show being nominated, I, I feel like I really need to get on it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And look, for my money, anything with Jennifer Aniston is a must-see. Yeah. Huge fan. Still am. Love oh, her. Yeah. yeah. She's wonderful. Um, all right. Fulia, what's our next category? Our next category is Best Television Series, Musical or Comedy. And the nominees are Barry, Fleabag, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and The Politician. I have not seen any of these shows, but based on what I have heard, Fleabag has got it in the bag. Yeah. I, I, I'm a ditto, yeah. is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I have I've Look, all of these shows have come up um, in... in in good ways, like from things I've seen online, nothing but raving reviews. Every time I see these ones mentioned, especially Barry and Fleabag, um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel has been dominating awards seasons mm. for the past, since it started a couple of years ago. Um, in the like in the comedy car- categories, 
Um, so, but I'm thinking this year, I mean, Fleabag dominated the Emmys and so did Barry. So I'm thinking it's going to come down to those. Um, I would love to see Fleabag one because it's written, created and starring a woman. And that is Phoebe Waller-Bridge who also created Killing Eve. So I would love to see her win. Um, Fulia, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm just going to have to agree with the fact that, you know, based on, what everyone's been saying in the media, just Fleabag seems to be... I really um, want to watch it. Yeah. Um, I know that, um, as people may be aware, I, I listen to um, Untitled The Adam Savage Project, and Adam Savage has actually watched Fleabag and has really loved it. Good. And has talked about how um, how the story sort of runs and when you watch it. It's almost like... There's a lot of fourth wall breaks, mm. apparently, but it's done in a way that is n- very unique. Yeah, and it's and it, it still flows within the within this episodes, and I'm really interested in actually seeing it for myself because it just sounds really interesting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 So I, I, think, I think maybe Fleabag will take it out. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Right. <laughs> Fairly confident picks. I love it. Um, and our last category... Category is... I've been wanting to say that the whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Category is... Best television, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Yay. And the nominees are... Catch-22, Chernobyl, uh, Fosse Roden, yes. The Loudest Voice, Unbelievable. Mm. I have not seen any of these shows. No. Based on what I've gathered, Chernobyl for the win. Uh, yes, I, I, uh, I've only seen Chernobyl, um, out of these five, I've heard very good things about all five shows. Um, Chernobyl, Chernobyl dominated, uh, at the Emmys as well. Uh, Fosse Vodon won some acclaim. Michelle Williams apparently is quite good in, in that series. Does not surprise me. Uh, it's just, Michelle Williams. Absolutely. Unbelievable has Tony Collette. So Aussies represent, mm-hmm. uh, and Russell Crowe, you know, adopted Aussie, woo, yeah. is in the loudest voice, loudest, loudest voice as Roger Ailes. Um, so, but yeah, for me, Chernobyl, um, yeah, has to take it because I have never seen such a good, tightly well-made miniseries, especially one based on something so tragic yeah. that actually <laughs> happened. And, mm. you know, I just, what they did and how they told that story mm. and I'm, I was blown away and it's been a long time since I watched something on TV that's affected me that much. Like I was yeah. constant tears are watching a lot of it um, mm. and the performances are wonderful and yeah no it has to win I think Chernobyl in the bag Fulia what do you think I'm just gonna have to agree and say Chernobyl I haven't seen or heard uh, well I've heard of Chernobyl um, and I think Catch 22 but other than that yeah yeah Catch 22 <laughs> I think might be based on the film that came out like 10, 20 years ago, something like that. But this is um, George Clooney's TV mm. show. I think he he stars in it as well. But um, I don't know. I, I think maybe he had something to do with directing or creating or, or producing as well. Um, it's supposed to be pretty good. Mm. But yeah, not Chernobyl's got yeah. it. Locking it in. 
Yeah. That was an interesting discussion. That was. That was a lot of fun. Yes. And it's amazing (laughs) how you can discuss a lot of titles you've never seen before. Yeah, exactly. But it says about their prominence and prevalence um, in popular culture already. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. In in the zeitgeist, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed listening uh, to our little powwow about the Golden Globes. And I'm really excited to see, uh, to find out how close we are yeah. to being on the money. So we'll save that discussion for next week. I yes. Think so. yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. And if any of you awesome listeners have your opinions or want to write down your predictions, chuck them in the comments. Yeah, do it. Yeah, comment below your thoughts, uh, your predictions, who will win, who who won't win. Who should have won. Who should have won. won. Who didn't get nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let Things me start like on that. me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not <Yes>. bitter. No. <laughs> Not bitter. Not at all. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he you- was angry, my friend. Sorry, go on. No, that's okay. I know, but you were expecting a Simpsons quote, huh? <laughs> gave Always. Sign, gave you Seinfeld instead. You did. <laughs> Oh, i got to mix it up, I suppose. Absolutely, why new, not? It's a new year. <laughs> new year, new way, new yeah. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank um, you. And, yeah, check out next week. We will be um, probably discussing, most likely, uh, yeah. how we went Golden Globes-wise. So. Yes. And not wait. It's going to be fun. <laughs> um, all right, so what's up with Fred at the moment, guys? What's yeah. going on? So, at least from my part uh my partner in crime philip and myself are getting ready for another big year of fred watch podcasts yeah Yeah. Uh, so yeah we'll be uh recording those over the next few weeks so we'll uh, make sure that we have at least one out a month uh which is exciting Mm -hmm. our first uh movie of the year tortured us so we suffer (laughs) so you won't have to And because it was torturous, you better believe it, it was Philip's choice. (laughs) What a way to start 2020. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was funny, though, because the very first podcast that we ever did was Philip's choice, and I did not particularly like it. So there's a trend happening here. Yeah, yeah. It can only go up from here. Well, it better be. It better be. I've already got our. Our uh, our February movie planned, ah, and it's, awesome. it's I can tell you now, it's much better. Okay, much okay. better than uh, what we had to endure for January. <laughs> uh, th- that'll be out in a few weeks, though. Awesome. And yeah, and look, written reviews are still popping up every now and then. Yes, I'm coming out of my hiatus and finishing off the MCU. Yay! I've been hanging for it. Yes, possibly February, admittedly, because okay. January is very full on. That's fine. But I can't wait to finish the franchise Yay. for more reasons than one. Uh, yeah. there it is. Hey, it almost took two hours, but I got there. Yeah. <laughs> of Fred Watch Um, I will be continuing on with my animated film reviews for the year uh, once a month as per usual this year however is a special year um, uh, because coming up uh, later on this year it is the 35th anniversary of the establishment of Studio Ghibli so to celebrate I've decided to go through my little library of Studio Ghibli films and give you all um, Studio Ghibli Reviews. Yes. <laughs> For once a month, 12, 12 films 
which is, which is the number of Studio Ghibli DVDs I have. <laughs> well, that worked out fine, didn't worked it? Worked out really well. <laughs> Uh, one or two that I haven't actually seen yet. Wow, that'll be so great. So that'll be really good to good. be able to review. Yeah. yeah. Like going in with the only sort of affection for the studio, but no, nothing else about yeah, the film. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Wow, that's really good. So, I yeah. to read those. A lot of them I've seen once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, about I think one or two of them I haven't seen at all. Cool. So that's going to be really that's interesting. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm trying to build up my own little collection of Studio Ghibli movies and trying to grab whatever I can find and yeah. it's been fun trying to source them out. <laughs> yeah. And are you still gaming? I Yes, uh, I will still be doing my incompetent gaming uh, on a break at the moment um, only because, you know, January is very busy. It is intense. Um, not just with, uh, you know, midsummer coming up, but I also work at the tennis. Yeah. So <laughs> that's going to be a pretty, a pretty busy uh, couple of weeks towards the end of the month. For me, so I don't know whether I'll start January or maybe wait until February. I might wait till February because that's when everything will calm down, I think. Yeah. And by then, hopefully, I'll have um, some new games to play and I will be doing some console gaming, finally. (laughs) I bought my game capture device. That's on ex- sale that's and, it will, and I'm very excited to set that up and start using it cool. will you finally play Friday the 13th <gasps> no oh, okay. but worth a try but I do have Mortal Kombat 11 okay. and that is a very gruesome game Okay, not quite and Jason, but you're getting there. I like, I like, yeah. I like fighting games. She's a little confused, but she got the spirit. <laughs> I like fighting games, and I grew up on Mortal Kombat. And funnily enough, that's like even um, as a kid playing Mortal Kombat, even as gruesome as it was yeah. or still is, I still loved it. Love it, love it. Yeah, it's oh, so good. good. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yes, so yeah, hopefully yeah. I can play that for you guys and a couple of other um, games that I have um, yeah. that I have either already played. Or um, have yet to play, so we'll see. That's exciting. Yes. Now that you're doing console gaming, I can get you to play Until Dawn. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No? No. 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 R- but no. Rami Malek's no. in no. the game. No. 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 I don't care. Hayden Panettiere, you like no. that? No. No. Brett Dalton? No. 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 Okay. I think she'll stick to Jason. <laughs> okay, right. That makes sense. No, you can only do one at a time, no, this right? Is true. Yeah. One, one thing, though, in Mortal Kombat 11, I think a character that you can play as, I think, is Freddy. Oh, lovely. Okay. Yeah. Not as good as Jason, but <laughs> I think you should go for it. Well, I'm not sure if there's any other um, characters in there that are based from horror films, but I will let you know. And you're excited to find out, I can tell. We have not no. seen you this animated before. <laughs> well, yeah, as long right. as I can control the character, it's fine. Oh, so your fan fiction for Halloween films has gotten you excited about controlling horror characters. Mm. I see how you roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Much respect. Still can't, still can't wait to read it. I know. Yeah. Yep. Hanging You've been out. waiting a long yeah. time. Are you currently building your blog? No. <laughs> Is it in a shade of orange and black? And moving color? on, Kendall, what have yes, you got? Me. Uh, Does Laurie Strode make an appearance? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis for the win. Uh, yes, so me, let's see. Last week uh, was the final episode of Collectible Chaos for 2019. Yeah, it was. Um, and I went all out and uh, reviewed and talked about my uh, 
top 10 films of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Wayne can't watch it yet. Because no. Because there are spoilers for movies he hasn't seen. That's right. Which is unfortunate because I really want to know what he thinks. Yes. I, um, I will get on it. You're my number we, one fan for Collectible Chaos. Absolutely <laughs> am. Absolutely am. Which means you probably won't get my feedback until about March, by the way, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> but you will get it, don't you worry. I will get yeah, it eventually. You will get it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a heads up, the same thing's probably going to happen for January. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, regardless, yes, go check that out on uh, the Fred the Alien YouTube right now, people. That was a lot of fun. Fulia and I yes. had putting that together. Mm. It was very good. Um, I have officially wrapped up my non-scripted rambling Star Wars review series. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, with my epic 58 minute rant about uh, the rise of Skywalker Ooh, wow. didn't mean for it to happen and I kept saying I'm going to wrap it up I'm going to wrap it up <laughs> and then it was nearly an hour yeah. um, but I kept thinking of things that I needed yeah, to say yeah. and I've been thinking about it in the days since I recorded and I'm like no 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 everything needed to be there oh, for a second I, I thought have... you were going to say oh I forgot that I no. forgot that. you did well <laughs> no I think I covered everything I wanted to cover <laughs> so yeah you would think so with an hour of time <laughs> You would hope so. That's, a, that's, hope that's, so. A, that's, a, that's a podcast. Yeah, you could. Yeah, it was. It's not too dissimilar from my uh, uh, Infinity War and Endgame mm. big epic rambles I did yeah, uh, for, for those in, in terms of its you know length. Um, but no, I had a lot to say spoiler wise about Rise of Skywalker. So if you've seen the movie and want to hear my thoughts, go, go onto YouTube right mm. now and check that out. Yeah, and then if you want to hear my thoughts on any other Star Wars films in the franchise, they're there. And if anybody wants, maybe if I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I'll do Rogue One and Solo at some point because yeah. it's been a while since I've watched them. So yeah. maybe, maybe I will. Um, yeah, but that's that's me. Cool. Yeah, that's me. And then awesome. look, looking ahead to 2020. And that's us. And yeah. that's us. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Thanks for having us back. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you, Wayne. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hey man, I, I've signed. I've signed my contract. You can't rip that thing up now. Yeah. <laughs> it's in writing. Yeah, Kendall's contract was verbal. <laughs> yeah, which wouldn't hold up in a court of law. FYI. It really would. No. Yeah, it would. No, we're not going to talk about it. Okay. It's over. <laughs> that, that was, was a podcast called, called Fred. Time for the Fred plus. Yeah. Remember to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stations, and more! And more! That was the Fred the That was! I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Slaney. I've been a Fred the Alien. And you've just experienced a podcast called Fred! Thank you very much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Enjoy the roaring 20s. Yes. Yeah, we'll be roaring. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. And snoring. And snoring. <laughs> wow. After this, anyway. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Fulia? <laughs> yeah, come on, Fulia. It's tired. It's not like we're the MCU. That's, we don't knock you out like that. All right. Bye, everybody. We're, we're bye, music bye, to your ears. You know what I mean? <laughs> Remember to eat beef. Never forget. Never forget. (laughs) To eat beef. No. Get your beef in you. Get your beef. Get your beef. Get your beef. And your homemade cookies. (laughs) Yeah! Yes! Courtesy of 
Hopefully as wonderful mother. Yeah, we get spoiled here in the friendship. We do. Hashtag sponsored by mum. Yeah. <laughs> Best sponsor ever. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of Rove saying, say hi to your mum for me, it's yeah. hashtag sponsored, sponsored by, by mum. The Grand Tour winner. Okay, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And scene. <laughs>